This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Good evening, Jason Glick. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just fine, John. How about you? Yeah. Evidently, we're um, the waves of hell heat are passing over us at this current moment. So this week is like the biggest heat wave we've had in Southern California in a while. Yeah, it's like and it was looking to be really bad at work um, today because like at the during the last hour during our last hour of work yesterday, it's like like the uh, like the AC had just gone out and we we're just figuring like oh god damn it they were it's like you know. Like this is gonna this is gonna suck today. Like so I, we'd heard that they were they're bringing in guys to uh, to check it out, mm-hmm. but fortunately when we when we got done this morning the AC was work the AC was working fine, and the guys were just working on the AC in the other half of the office, which has um, been terminally um, cursed with you know like hey, you know they want like the second half half of our office has just been like you know hey you uh, there's air but it's not cool, so. <laughs> it's it's blowing air, yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, um, on our side of the fence, uh, well, the air conditioner was working all right, but it was still pretty hot. And I had to go outside several times today, you know. Um, and, but you uh, had to yeah. go outside to cool off? That sounds fucked up right now, right there. <laughs> no, I, I went outside because I was running some errands for work, and, uh, and oh, man, it was... Yeah, and then you sit on a 150-degree seat. You know, it's been baking in the sun for a while. That kind of feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, what do you have for us tonight? Okay, well, if you got, if everyone remembers where I left off on last week, it's like I said I was going to talk about Atomic Robo if I didn't find anything better. Well, guess what? It's like I am, I'm here to talk about Atomic Robo because last year it's like I, I mean, I've heard good things about this series for years, um, but just this about a robot Created by Nikolai Tesla um, back in the ni- back in the 1920s, and um, his ex- his exploits like in the mo- like it's like in the modern day, and also like you know his, his history throughout the throughout the years. Now, before I get into like talking about it proper, I want to talk about its its writer first, because it's written by a guy named Brian Clevenger. Now, I mean that name is probably not going to sound like you no know, Brian who, but I'm willing to bet that a lot of you, a lot of people out there, are probably more familiar with his work than you realize, because Clevenger is also the mastermind behind um, 8-bit theater. That's right. If you've, he is he is the guy who gave us like over a thousand sprite comics detailing the thorough, the, the thoroughly non-canon exploits of the of the um, of the Light Warriors from Final Fan, from the original Final Fantasy for the Nintendo. Now. It's like it's. I I read this. I I started reading this series back back in the day, and it was it was hilarious. I mean, like everyone's like, I mean, like everyone like just loved seeing like you know how 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 Black Mage was being like an utter asshole, and Fighter was just being really dumb, and also just like a Black Mage constantly hitting on White Mage and just getting shot down in the process. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun for for quite some time, but then like after a while, it's like you know I just kind of realized that you know hey, it's like it's it's fun, but you know, like I'm just, but like, it's not updated on a regular basis. And like, you know, hey, just like I've got other things to do with my do with my life. So I stopped reading. So I stopped reading it for a while, and then, and then you know, eventually, a couple of years back, it actually finished. Like I think it started. It took over like ten years for him to actually get all this stuff, get everything together. So, or I could be wrong. I could just be just more drunk than usual. But still, it's like. It's like um, Clevenger has like a very um, just, like distinct sense of humor that he's. It's very, it, like it's 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 generally very like films are pretty pretty low key, very very dry, 
and that manifests itself um, well. It's like in, a to- in Atomic Robo. Now, yeah, because Atomic Robo would take it. It clearly owes a deep debt to Hellboy. Now, I'm sure that um, Clevenger and and, and artist um, Scott Wagner are are going to hate me for saying this, but no, it's true. So they say they struggled to get out of this out under the shadow from Hellboy for years. But you know, thing is, like you know, yes, it it, it owes a deep debt to Hellboy in the sense that you know you've got this like character. This this unreal character, like who is like you know, kind of like a, like a man out of time, not really able to like completely relate to those around him. Um, but and he's also dealing with like you know like the pulp traditions of of comics, you know, like just dealing with like you know crazy mad scientist shit from World War Two, and also just weird, also weird scientist shit in the modern modern day. But you know, at the same time, Atomic Ro- Robo is very much its its own beast. Like you've got, I mean, you've. I mean, you've got that. It's a, this, this, like, but because I mean, with, with Robo, it's very much skewed towards comedy and science. That Hellboy's um like emphasis on pulp, on on pulp and like on weird and like on weird Kirby esque like demon demonology. It's like with, I mean, with, I mean, talk, I mean like, uh, Robo himself. He's very, very much a like a, he's very much a straight man to a lot of the craziness that goes on. I mean, his very first story involves him like you know, being um dumped into. Like being shot into like a like not the base of a former like of a of a, of a German mad mad scientist, and then you know just saying like, hey you know I'm here to rescue guys and hey here's all the uh, let, let, like, let me guess let, let me get a list of all the like the weird stuff that you that, that you're being arrested for oh yeah wow you're like I don't even know what this this crime you're being arrested for means I mean, it's it's very very dry like it's, he's very much. Like Robo is very much a straight man to all, to all this stuff, but it's still ha- handled in a handled in like a very in a very humor very humorous fashion that sets it apart from Hellboy as it's as does it's, its emphasis on science over all else because yes while while Hellboy does lot lots of finding of like not Nazi scientists like a Nazi war criminals especially in the first first two volumes um like, the, as the series goes on it really starts like you know just like talk like doing like real weird crazy stuff like fight like when volume three and he fights this, this monster that exists this this um cthulhu-esque monster that exists um throughout throughout all time um in volume four when he takes on the vampire dimension proper fights thomas edison's ghost locks horns with dr dinosaur then um we get kind of an like an origin story in well not really an origin story but more of a um pulp influenced story in um volume five where he we see him back in the back in the twenties, where he experiences romance, becomes a, kind of a, kind of a science vigilante, and also um like um takes uh, uh, helps foil um Thomas Edison's um scheme to take like, ensnare the life energy of New York. Then we get like the most recent volume, which is um, volume six, Ghost the Ghost of Station Station X. This is where they just you know where Clevenger and Wagner just don't take things they take what has been essentially been like a very comic. Very comic, not so serious romp, and just you know, up up the uh, the stakes and the drama that much, like just just by that much. I mean, it, it, we're not talking for like a full like full on Cerebus syndrome here, where a sensibly comic series um like embraces drama and, and is able to transcend itself. No, it's like we get um like ro- we get a Robo who is um like who is um tricked into um um engaging in a um inter- in in a an, in an outer orbit rescue of um. Of a of a um of a of a, of a space of um some of some astronauts, then finds out that's but, but then almost dies in the process. 
then we find out that hey, he's like he's he's been he's being manipulated by this by this artificial intelligence who's been around been around by the by the fifth since the fifties, and so it's like it's so it's like it's I mean they, with volume six they they do take things in a um like in a more serious serious direction. I kind of wonder like you know is this this is this where we're going from from here or not? Because if the series has any one weakness, it's not like with I mean, with Hellboy, I mean, you've got like you know the whole internal question of like, oh, hey, I'm the beast of the apocalypse. Like, 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 with all these people coming up to Hellboy and saying, I'm the beast of the, you're the beast of the apocalypse. You gotta um, fulfill your destiny. And Hellboy saying, you know, screw you. It's like I'm gonna do what I want. Um, Atomic Robo doesn't quite have that direction, but every, but all six um, volumes I've read so far have been like thoroughly entertaining on their own merits. So, at the same time, like, there's not really like a whole. Lot of, lot of direction, but it's but the series is remarkably self-sustaining. On it. like no no other series are you going to see like you know like like the, like a pyramid from from Egypt, you know more like um like suddenly start moving around itself and like dispensing laser beams. It's like in the desert, you're not going to see like um giant Nazi um like science mecha, um like I'm um, storming Sicily, or you're not going to see um Atomic Robo team up with Carl Sagan. To uh, to top to um stop this chthonic entity in the in the eighties. I mean that, that's that's one of my favorite parts because um because Clevenger has specifically stated in his introductions that yeah you know it's like that that he's he's a huge fan of Sagan and that you know hey if anything else like the series is like all the crazy ass shit in the series is over the next is no more than an excuse for for him for for um, Robo to team up with Sagan and have that be the least um weird part of the entire entire series but it's also but it's like it's also consistently consistently inventive it's like and and like generally very like very funny throughout throughout all these all these six volumes i mean yes i got all these i got like all these at the half off bins like in at comic-con but from here on out god knows i'm gonna be buying this buying this stuff on amazon as soon as the next volume hits which is called um oh what was the next volume called oh atomic Rubble and the she devils of the pacific so you know, as soon as that, as soon as that arrives, like I'm buying, buying this straight off, of, straight off of Amazon. But you know, but I mean, Atomic Robo, it's I mean, it's it's great, crazy science, like um, science fiction, emphasis on the science, I'm um, fun. Um, that you know, it's like it's you know, it's like it, it may not have it may not have direction, and um, but it's but it's still a lot of fun. I mean, it's, and it's got Jenkins. I mean, like Jenkins, he's like this, he's like um, the series like like portable cannibal bass. I mean, like, whenever Jenkins shows up, you know that someone is going to get their ass beat down, because, you know, that is what Jenkins does. I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, hey, he's just, like, this, like, remember, like, like whenever vampires um, break into, um, atomic, break, break into, like, the, um, the, the Tesla Dine, um, it's like, labs, Jenkins is going to show up and beat, beat them down. When they're being chased by the, uh, by the frozen Majestic 12, Jenkins is going to lead the diversion, and then beat them down when they, when they bust up his car. So, I mean, it's, like think things like that. I mean, it's 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 a it's it's a lot of fun. Like it's not like the uh, it's not. I, mean, I wouldn't say it's very deep. I mean, like yes, the drama is upped in volume six, but it's not like you know. Is this going to series going to change your life? No, but it's still but it's still fun. It's like and if you like stuff like 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 I said, you like you like Carl Sagan, you like crazy science adventures, you like dinosaurs who who um who think that they're scientists. And are trying to um, who's who's, who's dinosaurs, dinosaurs who think they've who used to be men but think they're actually dinosaurs who have traveled forward in time to stop the mammalian uh, like dominance of dominance of the world. Then 
It's like, this, this is the series for you. All right. Well, so, and with that, um, do you know what you're going to be talking about next week? Oh, not a goddamn clue. <laughs> He's like, uh, this one I pulled out of my ass anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, like, is that also right now? It's like I have to, say, I have to add that you know, that as we're speaking right now, uh, I have like the latest volume of Blade of the Immortal arrived in my in the mail today. There you go. There you yeah, go. and it's like I'm probably I'm and much as I'd like to devote an entire podcast to that, it's like I'm I'm not going to. I'm probably going to see if I can write it up in the meantime. But still, it's like I'm looking at this this the cover. To on volume twenty-five, Snowfall at Dawn. I'm just absorbing all the fucking detail in this thing. I mean, it's like you've got like Shira, the crazed um killer, like I'm um, from like from the series, like on the uh, in his first cover, and that uh, they've got his bone, like his the bones in his right hand that he that he fights with, like ex- exposed on the cover. I'm thinking like, wow, that's kind of extreme even for Dark Horse. But he's also got like he looks like he's sitting on someone. Like it looks like he's sitting on. I, I could swear it's Rin, and uh, she's like grabbing his shirt, and like he's, and like she's trying to do something to him. Like, like I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, like, dude, like what is going on here? It's like I wanted, like, yeah, like, but I, I, I couldn't read it because I said I had to record this podcast. But God knows I'm gonna like go in and like read this, burn through this right now as soon, like as soon as humanly possible. Because God, I love this fucking series. It's like, and like, it's like, I, like even though it says that the only, hey, this is the. Uh, like the back, the back volume, back, the back text says, "Okay, this is that 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 Manji and Shira are finally going to throw down." Like after all, after all these volumes, uh-huh. like this, it it begins here. So like, hey, this is like, I could be like, could be in for a for like a hey, a for a to be continued, um, thing at the at the end. So, but hey, it's like you know, it's like I love like I love this series uh, almost as much as life itself. So it's like, hey, it's like I'm just I'm just gl- I'm glad to have it. And I'm going to be thrilled to re- read through it as soon as I'm done talking. Yeah, and I'm sure that you'll, they'll be thrilled to read through it, your review of it. <laughs> Alright, and with that, we'll see you next time on Comic Picks by the Glade. Alright, laters. Bye.